Hello and welcome to the brand new and very first episode of the Irish Rowing Podcast. I am your host, Neave Hayes. First, a message from our sponsors. This show would not be possible without the support of our advertisers. Find them all at rowing.chat forward slash sponsor. Are you a master's rower who needs a coaching boost? Many masters do not get regular coaching. Learn to row faster at the Pregal Rowing Camp. These camps offer coaching by experienced world-class coaches. Working in a small group, you are guaranteed personalised coaching and recommendations. There is individual video analysis. Learn how to understand rowing data and use it to row faster. Both are supplied. They are new Wintech and fluid design shells. Train on a quiet three kilometre long rowing lake in Brno in the Czech Republic. It's not far from Prague and Vienna airports. The first camp in July 2020 can be combined with the Open Czech Masters Regatta. This is one of the largest Masters Regattas in Europe. The second camp is in August 2020 and is an ideal preparation for the World Rowing Masters Regatta in nearby Ohenstein, Austria. More information at pregalrowing.com. Now on with the show. This is the very first episode of Irish Rowing Podcast, so I thought I would start by introducing myself. I am a journalist from County Cork working in the TV, radio and print industries. One of my biggest passions in life is rowing. I was first introduced to it when my brother joined our local coastal rowing club, Galley Flash Rowing Club. Then my sister joined, then my mum, and when I turned eight and was big enough to hold an oar, I joined. I competed at my first national event two years later at the age of 10, and I've rowed every year since bar two seasons. When I went to college, I tried my hand at river rowing and had my first experience of sculling when I joined the Cork Institute of Technology Rowing Club. At the time, athletes such as Gary O'Donovan and Mark O'Donovan were our coaches. Little did I know that I was being trained by future Olympian and high performance rowers. From this, I got the opportunity to do some training with the now world famous Skibreen Rowing Club. I then spent some time in America and took to Cork rowing, a real traditional style of rowing, big heavy boats with big heavy oars. It was a way of keeping a link to the sport I loved alive while I was away from home. Two years ago, I merged my experience of coastal rowing and sculling by taking up offshore rowing. Known globally as coastal rowing, to make the distinction between the traditional style of coastal rowing that is done here in Ireland, it was given the name offshore rowing. And that's exactly what it is, rowing done offshore. The more wind and the bigger the waves, the better. I guess it's kind of like the adventure style of rowing. I competed at my first Irish championships in this style of rowing in 2017. And later that year, I traveled to France to compete at the World Rowing Coastal Championships in a quad made up of ladies from a few of my local clubs. Exactly one year ago, I decided to take to the water on my own and invested in a single offshore skull. I had an exciting year which led me to the World Rowing Coastal Championships in Hong Kong just last October and I competed in the women's single skull race. After making an A final I finished 14th in the world. I hope to continue this success this this coming season. So this podcast has come about after merging my passion of rowing and work in journalism. In each episode I will bring news and events from the world of rowing in Ireland covering river, coastal and offshore rowing. I will talk to the experts, the athletes, the coaches and all the people behind the scenes that make rowing such an exciting sport in Ireland. And especially with it being an Olympic year, there will be sure to be lots of exciting things going on. 
So moving on to some rowing news. It was just announced this week that Rowing Ireland has received an increase in funding for 2020. So this additional funding will help support the high performance athletes as they prepare for the Olympics later this year. There was also a 9% increase in Rowing Ireland's core funding, which will go towards putting some support mechanisms in place for the clubs on the ground. And this news comes on the back of the news a couple of weeks ago that Rowing Ireland has received additional funding through the Large Scale Sport Infrastructure Fund. And this fund will upgrade the National Rowing Centre, which of course is the headquarters of Rowing Ireland and the base of the high performance athletes. Um, and the fund will go towards the urgent upgrade of water training amenities, including slipways and a new rowing course. Of course, there's a Olympic style 2000 metre rowing course there, so that, that will be upgraded. Um, and funding will also go towards floating pontoons and gangways to allow rowers to launch their boats and provide safe access for the athletes training all year round. So both this funding and um, the other one comes from the Department of Transport, Tourism and Sport. Um, next up, it seems to be award season around here at the moment. So six Rowing Ireland high performance athletes have been nominated for the 2019 Her Sports Awards. The nominees are in the Woman of the Year category, Sunita Puspor who of course won the world and European rowing championships in 2019. In the Young Athlete of the Year award, Katie O'Brien, who came third in the PR2 Women's Singles Goals at the World Rowing Championships. And in the Team of the Year category, Claire Furick, Emer Lam, Tara Hanlon and Emily Hagerty, who won silver at the World Under-23 Championships in Florida um, in the Women's Four they're uh, nominated in that category. So voting is open to the public. So if you log on to rowingireland.ie, you will find a link to a Google Docs um, uh, where you can vote for all of those there. And of course, Sunita, she won the Irish Times Sport Ireland Sports Woman of the Year Award back in December. She had won the August Monthly Award after winning gold at the World Championships and qualifying the women's single skull boat for the Olympics. And she was up against athletes such as Olympian Olympic boxer Katie Taylor. So to win the overall award is such an incredible achievement for Sunita and the sport of rowing and just goes to show how strong the sport of rowing is in Ireland at the moment. Um, and in another award news, uh, Rowing Ireland every month, they give out a Volunteer of the Month award. And for December, it was awarded to Brian O'Keefe of Presentation Rowing Club in Cork. So he was nominated um, because he's been a coach for the past 15 years. Um, as well as that, he's a launch driver, boat fixer, pep talker, trailer driver, rower, program designer and mentor. Um, so congratulations to Brian. And I suppose these awards, they're such a great way of acknowledge, acknowledging the hard work of volunteers and the people behind the scenes. Um, so if you know someone who you think deserves um, a monthly award, you can nominate them by emailing info at rowingireland.ie. Uh, next up, there has been some changes to the Home Internationals Regatta. So this is a regatta between Ireland, England, Scotland and Wales, and it's been running since 1962. And it's sometimes the first stepping stone for many into international competition. Um, so this year, the team size will be reduced by 25%, which will improve competition for places and make it a little bit more difficult for people to get onto Team Ireland. But it will ensure that the best rowers get to go and represent their country. Um, so there's been an introduction of a new sprint format for quads and eights. It's a 500 meter sprint. Um, so that's sure to be a great spectacle. And um, this year it is going to be hosted by Wales, 
And even though they're hosting it, it's actually going to be held in Strathclyde Park in Scotland. And that will be on Saturday, the 25th of June. Um, next up, a new initiative called Green Blades has been launched. Um, so Green Blades will ensure that athletes who are representing Ireland will be supported to reach their full potential and can compete at the highest level possible. So people can go on to greenblades.ie where you can do donate as little or as much as you want. It can be one off or you can set up a monthly payment. Um, and when you go onto the website, you'll also see an online shop where all profits from the sales will be invested in Greenblades to help support the high performance athletes. And on that shop, you can get branded products such as t-shirts, half zips, beanies, scarves, ties and cufflinks. And Kieran McCarthy's book, Something in the Water, is also on sale there. And that's signed by 2018 World Rowing Coach of the Year, Dominic Casey, and some of the Skibbereen high performance athletes. So I suppose the objective of Greenblades is to continue to bring support to developmental athletes as they prepare their journey for Tokyo 2020 and Paris 2024. And they also, it's they want to ensure that when an athlete chooses rowing, they, that they do not face barriers to entry. As we know, rowers don't receive funding until they reach a certain level. So it's important to help them whenever we can. Now, moving on to some offshore rowing news. So there's been some exciting developments with, within that version of the sport. And as I explained in my introduction, offshore rowing is known globally as coastal rowing. But to make the distinction between the traditional style of coastal rowing and this type, it has been called offshore rowing here in Ireland. And just last month, the International Olympic Committee has announced that this type of rowing, coastal or offshore rowing, will feature at the 2022 Youth Olympic Games um, with the beach sprint format being utilised. So coastal junior men's and women's solos, junior men's and women's doubles and the junior mixed doubles goals will be the events on offer. And that um, the 2022 Youth Olympics are being held in Senegal. So that's very exciting. And it has also come to light that uh, coastal or offshore rowing could be proposed by World Rowing for inclusion at the Olympics in Paris 2024. So World Rowing is set to vote on putting forward the, the, the coastal version of the sport to the International Olympic Committee at its Congress in October later this year. And the IOC executive board will then confirm the programme for Paris 2020 during its meeting in December. So by the end of this year, we'll know if coastal or offshore rowing will be part of the Olympics in 2024. So it looks like there could be an exciting few years ahead for offshore rowing. Um, and its popularity is illustrated here with the number of clubs that are taking to it and the number of boats that clubs and individuals are buying. Um, and the fact that there are now 14 events scheduled in the offshore calendar this year starting next month in Inchidani, West Cork, and running right up until the Irish Offshore Championships in August, followed by another couple of competitions, and then it'll be the World Rowing Beach Sprints and the World Rowing Coastal Championships, which will be held in Portugal this year at the end of September and start of October. Um, and so the offshore branch of Rowing Ireland, they've also just launched a brand new league commencing the season. So pennants will be awarded to the winners of each of the seven championship categories, as well as an overall pennant for the most successful club. And this, this is such an exciting addition to the offshore competition and is sure to make things um, more competitive and more exciting this year. Um, so it just goes to show that the rate of development of this type of, this, of, of rowing. 
So now moving on to some events that are coming up. So of course, tomorrow, Saturday, the 25th of January, the Irish Indoor Rowing Championships are taking place at the University of Limerick Sports Arena. Um, so there's 1,920 individual races entered. And of course, this is such a big event because it is part of the high performance um, trial process. So all those athletes hoping to make the Olympics or hoping to make Team Ireland this year, they'll all be at the event racing their hearts out hoping for personal bests um, and the best thing about it is that it is free for spectators and it is it is a great um, spectator sport um, not so much for the rowers there'll be a lot of pain a lot of sweat a lot of tears but for the spectators it's, it's a very exciting day out so that's being held in uh, the University of Limerick tomorrow and so there's races, there's 2000 meter races, there's power rowing 2000 meter races, there's 1000 meter races, there's 500 meter sprints, then there's set times for juniors such as three, four and five minute pieces. And finally, there's relays. And this year, there's an addition, there's a new race of a senior mixed relay, which means two men and two women on a team. Um, and they share it to row 2000 meters. So the list of entrants and the schedule events are up on www.iirc.ie and all the results will be live tomorrow on that website. Um, and just as a side note, um, all the ergometers which are brand new for the event, they'll be sold off afterwards at a discount. So if you'd like information on that, you can check out www.rowfit.ie. So best of luck to all competitors um, who are taking part in the Irish Indoor Rowing Championship ships tomorrow. Uh, next up, the Leinster branch are holding a strength and conditioning uh, seminar. Um, so this is going to be held by Marco Donovan, who, of course, is a world champion rower. And he has a master's in exercise physiology and a master's in sports performance. So the first of these seminars is going to take place next Saturday, the 1st of February in Neptune Rowing Club in Dublin. And that will cover strength and conditioning exercise selection to build a robust athlete. And then the second section or uh, session, which uh, the date of which will be confirmed later, that is going to cover programming strength and conditioning into your rowing program. So there'll be a small fee, just five euro for those. And if you are interested in doing it, you can email jarfar, so that's G-E-R-F-A-R at yahoo.co.uk. And that those sessions are open to all clubs across the country. Um, there's also going to be a level one coaching course taking place soon. So that's certified by Sport Ireland and Rowing Ireland. It's a three day course taking place over the two evenings of Wednesday, the 29th and Friday, the 31st of January, and then all day on Saturday, the 1st. And this one is going to take in place in Cork. So applicants must be at least 18, have completed the introductory course and gained a full season's experience as an assistant coach or have two seasons recent coaching experience. So they're going to cover planning and delivery of a training session on land and water, safeguarding awareness and strength training, teaching good technique, rigging a boat, periodization, designing a training program, communication, goal setting, mental and tactical preparation, nutrition and hydration. Um, so you can sign up for that on the Rowing Ireland website, rowingireland.ie. Uh, some more events coming up. So on the 1st of February next Saturday, you have the Mockers Head that's taking place at the National Rowing Centre in Cork. A week later on the 8th, you have Lagan Scholars Head up in Belfast. A week after that on the 15th of February, New Ross Head will take place in New Ross County, Wexford and the Sligo Header River is also taking place. And then the following week on the uh, two weeks later, sorry, on the 29th, you've Cork Head taking place at the Marina on the River Lee and Lagan Head taking place in Belfast. 
And as I mentioned earlier, the first offshore regatta of the season is taking place at Inchidani Beach in West Cork, and that will be held by Ring Rowing Club on the 22nd of February. So there is going to be 12 categories, and depending on weather conditions, they're hoping to do a beach start for the men's and women's quad races. So these races are done over a four-kilometre race, with the exception of the junior 16 races, which are done over two kilometres. So if you are in the area of West Cork on the 22nd of February, I would recommend getting down to Inchidani Beach um, for that great spectacle of it's great for spectators um, and you'll be able to see the full the full race from land and um, there will also be an open meeting to discuss offshore rowing held at Drumhall Hotel in Killarney on the 6th of February at 8pm this is open to anyone interested in offshore rowing and there will be a presentation followed by a question and answer session as a result of all the exciting developments taking place within the sport it is hoped that a number of public meetings will be held nationwide to keep clubs and their members informed over the coming months um, yep so keep an eye out for those public meetings as they are announced throughout the country so that's it for this episode um, I hope you enjoyed it and got a little bit of an introduction into me and um, this podcast over the course of the series I'll be talking to lots of athletes and coaches um, and we'll bring you all the news and events from around the country so the Irish Rowing Podcast is part of the Rowing Chat Network. You can get email notification of our new shows by joining our mailing list at www.rowing.chat. Listen to other shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts and please leave us a review. It helps to spread the word around the global rowing community. Till next time, goodbye.